0: Hey, you guys. Tickets have officially gone on sale for my next virtual conference. In May, we did Rise Live Courage, and now we're doing Rise Live Healthy and Happy. We're spending an entire day nine plus hours of programming with some of the greatest speakers in the world all talking about how to live your life in such a way that you have the energy to have the life of your dreams. What does it look like to learn to eat intuitively? What does it look like to move your body in celebration? What does it look like to approach health from a place of love and celebration instead of shame? We believe that healthy and happy is about how you feel, not about how you look. So I am joined by incredible people like Jay Shetty and Stacey Flowers, Kelly Levesque, Dave Hollis, Trent Shelton, motivating the crap out of you, me talking about inspiration. And if you've ever been to a RISE conference before, you better believe you're also going to hear from Beans and Chris is going to be a day of fun and energy and so empowering. If you feel like you have fallen off your plan inside of quarantine, if you feel like you need a kick in the pants to get you motivated again, this is the day for you. And tickets start at $40. You can go to theholliscode.com right there at the top of the page. You'll see a big banner. Click on it. Let's hang out. Let's get fired up together.
1: Just really don't be afraid to go after what you want. No matter how impossible it seems, just do it. And don't keep thinking about doing it and don't like keep talking about doing it. Just actually get up the next day and do it.
0: Welcome to the Deus Podcast. My name is Rachel Hollis and I've built a multi-million dollar media company with a high school diploma and a Google search bar. Each week, we'll share direct, tangible advice or inspiring interviews with the same intention. These are the tools to change your life. Y'all, today I am hanging out with stylish blogger and actress, Gracie Mercedes. We're discussing everything from how to start a fashion blog to how to balance your side hustle. For those of you who have always dreamed about being a social media influencer, this is an episode you do not want to miss. Here's our chat. So, Gracie, for for people who have never heard of you before, mm-hmm. who are not freaking out about you like all the girls in the <laughs> office right now, uh, it. no, it's true. Uh, can you tell us, tell us about yourself, what you do, how you got started?
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, my name is Gracie. I'm from New York City originally, but I've lived in LA a while now, about 12 years. Um, I've done a lot of things. (laughs) I've had many jobs, and I've done a lot of things. I started as a producer at MTV right out of college, um, and then I eventually moved to Los Angeles to pursue acting, which is something I always loved but never thought I can actually do as Mm -hmm. a job. Um, When I first moved here, I also started styling on the side because I didn't want to wait tables anymore. I started hosting and doing like online hosting and it was actually the hosting that brought me to blogging. Okay. Because I had gotten a, an on-air host agent who had told me, and this was about seven years ago, okay. he's like, the world of hosting has changed. You can no longer just be like an attractive person who can speak on camera. Yeah. You have to yeah. have a niche. You yeah. have to be an expert at mm-hmm. something. And I was like, well, I'm a stylist and I work in fashion or I love fashion. He's like, Great. Turn your website into a fashion website. Yeah. And so it started as more of an inspirational website, kind of like Because I'm Addicted, if you know that site, where it was things I loved, mm-hmm. um, lookbooks, uh, Fashion Week, things like that. It wasn't until I discovered um, personal style blogs or OOTDs, which at first I had no idea what yes, that stood so for. Was that yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was such a weird thing. I was like, these girls are just taking photos of themselves? Yeah. Like, I didn't really get it. Yeah. Um, but then I had a photographer friend shoot me in my clothes. And I was like, let's just try this. Yeah. And that's kind of when people started following and started becoming interested in me and my blog and around the time when brands started reaching out. And back then, it was just free clothes. It was yeah. like, here's some cute stuff. Can you wear it? And if I liked it, I did. Yeah. Um, but then eventually, that turned into, uh, oh, we'll pay you to wear this. Yeah. Which was like, what? Yeah. Um, and then that turned into probably over the last three years like a full-time job mm-hmm. um it's a lot of work yeah
0: and, and um, now yeah so now I'm a fashion blogger and an actress uh just for people who are listening who may not understand I feel mm-hmm. like it's important for us to to just really quickly explain how if you are an influencer in mm-hmm. the style space do you make money because okay. that's like the number one question I get as an yeah. like but but how are you
1: making how money? are you making yeah, money? yeah. and yeah. it's
0: the answer is 10 different ways yeah yeah
1: So as an influencer these days, um, my money usually comes from collaborations with brands, Mm -hmm. mostly fashion brands, but some lifestyle brands. Mm -hmm. A brand will approach, I now have representation, a blog manager, which Mm -hmm. is like a whole nother world. Yeah. Um, But like if you're an actor or a writer and you have an agent, it's kind of the same thing. Brands um, work with them to secure influencers, Mm. and then these influencers... Then go and create content for your either your blog or your Instagram or both. Mm-hmm. Um, and that content can be unique to whoever the influencer is. Mm-hmm. So for me, a lot of times, it's a simple outfit post. It's take whatever um, thing they're trying to plug at the moment and style it in my own way. Mm-hmm. Um, photograph it. Write about it, mm-hmm. put it on my blog, put it on my Instagram. Sometimes it's more interesting than that. Sometimes <laughs> it's like a video, or sometimes I'm just traveling. Sometimes I'm just talent, where I just have to show up on yep. a photo shoot. Those are the best
0: days. Yeah, those are the best I days for days. sure. Yeah, I have one of those days on Monday. I'm like, Yay, yeah. Yeah, sure. when you can
1: just like be the like talent and not have anything Everything to do after. Yes. <laughs> that's that's the best job. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's how you make money. And then some influencers make some money through. Um, Affiliate links, yeah. but I honestly—that's never been a big moneymaker yeah. for me. Yeah, maybe I don't use it enough. Yeah, but uh, it's just never been.
0: Yeah, I will say so for us. The same kind of thing. We do a ton of brand of uh, branded collaborations, uh, but affiliate links are a thing for us. so yeah. I'll say um, that's definitely something where I realize so often I'm not a style. I definitely take pictures and outfits on Instagram, but mm-hmm. it's not my specialty. I have no idea what I'm wearing. Like you look adorable right now, right now. <laughs> I'm literally wearing pedicure flip flops that are bright yellow, and I'm super embarrassed. I have <laughs> really cute um, lamb shoes that I'm not that are not on my feet, and I wish you could see them. Um, <laughs> but uh, so so often, I would be wearing something. People are like, "Where's that sweater from? Where's that watch from? Yep. Where's that?" And then you realize all of a sudden that. Wow, six hundred people followed that link. Mm-hmm. Like they went and followed that link, and uh, you know you have to expect that a percentage of those people bought that sweater when they mm-hmm. went to it. So we started using affiliate links a couple of years ago, and all that means now is that we're getting a percentage of those sales. So mm-hmm. um, it's not like an additional sale; it's just things that you set up with, um, uh, you know, if it's Nordstroms or Amazon or whatever it is that you're getting a percentage that. You know, hey, you sent all these people to us and we want to hook you up. Mm -hmm. So that's what affiliate links are. So we are definitely the same way. We make money. We have, like, ten different horses in the race. And they all sort of work together in conjunction but that is the magic totally. answer for, like, my in-laws who are like, what do you do? Like, <laughs> how do you make yeah. money? We make, yeah. we make videos for Rubbermaid. They pay us money. <laughs> um, so, you, so, so this was 2010. Is that when you, seven um, years ago? Yeah, around okay. 2010. Okay. And how has that evolved for you? Because media is so crazy. And mm. I'm sure for you it's the same way. What worked for us a year ago doesn't work mm. for us now. It changes so fast. It's
1: changing all the time. And yeah. I'm constantly frustrated. With mm-hmm. that, like, I just don't know what people want anymore. Sometimes yes. I feel like, I, I don't, what do you like? Yeah. Like, what do you want? <laughs> but I think with that, is like, you know, the space is way more oversaturated than it was when mm-hmm. I started. And mm-hmm. when I started, I didn't start to make money because yeah. you couldn't make money, yeah. or I didn't know you could yeah. make money. So I was just doing it one, as a creative outlet, and two, to kind of support my hosting career, mm-hmm. which it ended up giving me really great opportunities. Um, I did six months as a style host. I did like a style segment on Access Hollywood in mm-hmm. conjunction with My Habit, which no longer exists, but it's owned by Amazon. And I did that for six months. And that was kind of when I realized like hosting wasn't necessarily for me. Mm. Like, I might host something if I create a show. I would like host my own show. Yeah. But um, it, it made me realize like, oh, well, I don't really want to host, but this has led to the blogging, like blogging full time mm-hmm. and, and figuring out in that world. But yeah, it does change every. I want to say every day. <laughs> yeah, it really I does. feel like people want different things it really every day. Does. Like yeah. some, sometimes they really love a photo of me and my husband, and sometimes yeah. they don't care. Yeah, you know, and sometimes yeah. they love my dog, and sometimes yeah. they don't care.
0: Yeah, and it seems um, I think for people who don't live in this world, that kind of us sort of thinking through what they like and don't like could seem. Like frivolous or vapid, Mm -hmm. and it's really not that. It's this is a business. This is a business that supports your family. This is a business for me that supports the staff out here. Mm -hmm. So it's important that we pay attention to what the audience wants, and it Mm -hmm. is really hard. When you see these women and men who are influencers who are killing it, like Mm -hmm. just they're growing. That people are they have that engagement. They have like bow down to them for those of you who are listening because that takes. So much work. Mm-hmm. You think like, oh, we just put a sweater on. Mm-mm. But you're planning it out. You need to be forward thinking. You've got to shoot way in advance. So you need to think seasonality. Like there's so much that goes into it. Yeah. Um, that people don't understand. There
1: is. It's a lot of work. And I do feel like, it. you know, one of my pieces of advice is to, while you're trying to see what works, also try not to compare yourself to other yes. influencers. Because that's like, just such a killer. Yeah. And Especially for people like me who started a while ago, I feel like it is a stagnant time. It's yeah. really hard to like break yeah. through and like get a bigger sure. following. And then you see these like guys and girls who popped up a year ago, and they're like
0: half a million followers. like how did this yeah. happen?
1: But totally. I do think it's like there's something about oh well they're new and fresh and mm-hmm. exciting. And mm-hmm. so if you have been around, then you have to almost yeah. like reinvent yourself yeah. constantly.
0: That's interesting. Yeah, but it's funny you'll see really big people who are like. Chop their hair off.
1: Mm -hmm. They went from like super
0: long hair and now they've got a pixie cut and Mm -hmm. it seems so silly, but it really is about that reinvention. Exactly. Because so many girls, I get it all the time, I'm sure you do too, um, want to, I want to be an influencer, I want to be, which is so funny, like that that's a thing, (laughs) right? Because none of us started out wanting to influence people. We were just like, how do I work the internet? Yeah. Um, So what would you say to someone who's interested in starting out?
1: (sighs) (laughs) I would say... Um, have a very, very strong point of view. Mm -hmm. Don't start a blog that looks just like everyone else's blog. Don't do exactly what everyone else is doing. Don't post the same stuff that everyone... Like, if I see one more latte, I'm going to shoot myself. (laughs) Um, So it's, like, things like that. Try to reinvent yourself. Funny I said that because I just shot a latte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) It works. I'm like, you'll see a latte in a couple of weeks from me. But I think, yeah, especially if you can have a strong, like, niche or Mm -hmm. point of view, Mm -hmm. I'm always encouraging, like moms who who want to start blogs I'm like yeah "Yeah. pimp out your family like people want to know about your kids and they want to know about your husband and they want to know how you do it all like a lot of times people shy away from showing their kids which I totally understand Yeah. Yeah. but if you want to work in that world it's about it's about your life it's about your life yeah totally so you have to be open to that um so, yeah, I think having a specific – and, you know, I, I've talked to girls who are like, oh, I don't know. I feel like my style is, like, too out there. And I'm like, no, be out no, that's there. that's perfect. But yeah. embrace that you're out there yeah. and really go for it because yeah. not everyone is out yeah. there. And, and make
0: sure you're using those hashtags so yeah. that people who are also out there can find you and exactly. you can find commonality. Um, I would also add there is real power. If I was starting today, mm-hmm. I would really focus heavily on local. So everyone's mm-hmm. trying to be – Nationally or worldwide yeah. famous. That's real. But if you want to just start to get a following, I would be all about the city that I live in. Mm-hmm. Where do you... What's the best, like, brewery? What's the best coffee place? What's the best yeah. whatever? And be tagging that so that you can build up a local tribe of really diehard fans who are also in your city and then use that to expand. Yeah, that's Because, great. like, it's... try and be the big fish in a small pond instead of, like, oh, I'm going to take over the world. <laughs> right.
1: Um, that's a really good point. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm really interested in your perspective. I personally... Personally, this is like super scandalous to say, but I think blogging is dying or dead or yeah, gone. Yeah. Um, I think Instagram has become the new blog mm-hmm. um, and I still certainly have one and mm-hmm. we absolutely do um, put stuff on it every week, but I just don't think that it is what it was three years ago. Whenever we're going through something hard, it always affects us in more than one way. In the season that I've been in in my life, going through a difficult time has affected my sleep. I feel like I'm getting insomnia again that I haven't had in several years and being able to talk that through with my therapist and kind of unpack why that anxiety is showing up at night or why my thoughts are racing or why I can't seem to shut my head off has been super helpful for me. And if you have considered seeing a therapist or talking to a counselor, it has never been easier to meet with someone virtually. If you are not familiar with BetterHelp, then I wanna make sure that you hear about it from me. BetterHelp has counselors who specialize in everything you can imagine. Depression, stress, anxiety, anger, family conflicts, self-esteem. Anything that you share is confidential and the service is convenient and affordable. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener of my podcast, you get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com/rise. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, h e l p.com/rise. Three years ago, as a point of reference, 2 million people a month coming to my website. Mm-hmm. Now, the number's drastically different. So mm-hmm. I'm just curious from someone else what your perspective Same. is. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: my website hits have cut in half. Yeah. Probably yeah. over the last year or so. And um, and my Instagram has definitely grown, but it hasn't grown so much. Mm-hmm. So it is this weird place where like, but I will say, on the flip side... Brands always still want a blog post. Agreed. They agreed. They still want you to have that blog post. Yes. Because yeah. you know Instagram is a thing right now, mm-hmm. but you know so was MySpace at one yeah. point. <laughs> you know, things so like real. Yeah. And you know a blog is could be forever. Yeah. Like, that's not going to go away. Um, I think with that, like I'm redoing my blog at, at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, the new one will launch like the end of December, right before the New Year. Mm-hmm. And I've changed the format of it to look more like a website, like a magazine, to be more about Gracie Mercedes Mm -hmm. and less about like fashion and style Gracie. Sure, Um, So I think that helps just reinventing your site and changing with the times Mm -hmm. on your blog as well. Totally. But yeah, I do do think less people are apt to go to your blog.
0: Yeah. And I think that's something too that definitely in this industry you have to pay attention to... What are the signs of life? Like, where are people circulating? Mm -hmm. I would even say our biggest, my biggest following is on Facebook because Mm. two or three years ago, Facebook was such a massive deal. Hey, let's build all of these fans on this platform. And now anyone who works in it understands the algorithm is set up in a way to benefit Facebook. Obviously, they're a business. I get it. Uh, (laughs) But it is the same sort of thing for me. We're not seeing that engagement there. And the only way we can access it is by paying. And Mm -hmm. I'm not interested in that. So Mm -hmm. Instagram is now, like, the focus is shifting there. I think it's probably worth saying, too, maybe for those people who are listening who are not new to this. Maybe they've been been in it for a little while. You can't be romantic about what this industry is if you want to make a living Mm -hmm. i think you have to pay attention to what the market is doing not like you can bang your fist on the table and be like oh two years ago facebook (laughs) like yeah guess what it's not you know they got us all they tricked us all we all bid it we all built our pages and now we have to pay for it so um i would just say like letting go of that romance is probably Mm -hmm. important too Hey guys, we'll be back in a hot minute with more of this interview, but now a quick word from a sponsor. Each chapter of Girl Wash Your Face begins with a specific lie I used to believe that left me feeling overwhelmed, unworthy, or ready to give up. As a working mother, a former foster parent, and a woman who has dealt with the insecurities about my body and relationship, I try and speak with the insight and kindness that would come from a best friend. I want to help you unpack the limiting mindsets that destroy your self-confidence and keep you from moving forward. My book, Girl, Wash Your Face, is available everywhere books are sold, and the Audible version is narrated by me. I hope you'll check it out. If you are heading into the new year with a huge desire and a New Year's resolution to get organized, I have the answer the Cozy app. This is something that Dave and I discovered, honestly, through trial and error. We really wanted to get our lives together. We really wanted a schedule that he and I could both have to access what the kids were doing on which days, what doctor's appointments we needed to go to, whose birthday party was this Saturday. And honestly, you guys, we tried out about 15 different options before we found Cozy. We love Cozy because we have access to each other's schedules, what the kids are up to, and our nannies on it as well. So we can all communicate who needs to be doing what at what time. If you are a working parent, you have to have this app. And here's the deal, two really cool things. You can even add items to your Cozy list using Amazon Alexa and it's totally free, you guys. Get the Cozy app c-o-z-i from your app store or cozy.com forward slash rachel hey y'all do me a favor while you're listening to today's episode take a screenshot and put it on instagram or your insta stories and tag me i love hearing what you think and seeing what you're up to and it helps the tribe remember to go listen to this week's episode thanks so much so you are blogging and acting still, is that yeah. correct? And how do you balance? <laughs> those are two really big asks, like emotionally, physically, all the things. How do you balance those?
1: Um, I don't. Yeah.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> I am, um, you know, it was
1: very easy to balance both uh, about two or three years ago when neither was doing that great. Yeah. And now that both yeah. are doing very well, yeah. like thank God, yeah. um, it is nearly impossible. Yeah. And I am a one-woman show. I had a assistant for a little while, then who she went to school in P- Portland, and right now I have like holiday help, mm-hmm. but in general I'm just a one-woman show, mostly because I don't even have the time yeah. to kind of train someone yes. to help me in the first yeah. place, so it almost ends up being harder to have mm-hmm. someone help me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard, you know, the full-time blogger can wake up and sit at a desk and shoot and do whatever she mm-hmm. wants and just sit there all day long mm-hmm. and work on her blog yeah. for six hours, eight hours, twelve hours. I have to run to Santa Monica for a commercial audition, and that takes three hours, you know what I mean? Or I have to run to a shoot, or I have to run to... So it is challenging, and they're both professions where you have no idea what your schedule is going to be like Mm -hmm. ever. Yeah. I think I had to reschedule this like three times because you just never (laughs) know what your schedule is going to be like. Um, So it is challenging, but, you know, I feel so grateful because... As an actress anywhere, but especially in like Los Angeles, New York, most people who are actors have to do something else in between go- jobs, and it usually entails waiting tables or bartending or doing something they don't necessarily want to do or love yeah. doing. And so I'm fortunate enough that like my blog can pay my bills, and I can still be an actor, and I can still go on auditions, and mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about getting a shift covered or having my boss let me leave. Yeah. So, I'm very fortunate, but it is very challenging and yeah. very hard. Yeah. Um, I will say it's a time now where acting and blogging are kind of crossing a lot mm-hmm. more. Like mm-hmm. people, like Reese Witherspoon yeah. has, you know, a website yeah. or slash blog. Gwyneth Paltrow and yeah. um, even at a smaller level, like smaller actresses, all have blogs now. Mm-hmm. And so I do feel like, oh, well, I already have yeah. a blog. Hey, I-, I
0: already <laughs> have the infrastructure. Yeah. I'm yeah. like,
1: hey guys, I can already do this. And. Um, it was about a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago. I was at a at a Christmas party, um, and my my husband's a comedy writer. So I was with a bunch of these comedy writers and friends of mine. And one of them said to me, "She goes, um, so how's work?" And so she's like, "So like, what's your goal? Do you want to be like Rachel Zoe?" And I was like, "Oh, yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> yo, yeah. I love Rachel Zoe. Yeah. She's amazing." Yeah. I go, "But I don't want to be a stylist." Yeah. and I realized in that moment that. People just saw me as a blogger. They had no yeah. idea I was an actress because I yeah. wasn't really putting that out there. Yeah. And so I was like, well, that's not good. Mm. And people need to know I do both. Yes. And so around that time, I started talking about my acting more and blogging about it and sharing like commercials I've done or sharing projects I'm working on. Yeah. Started writing. And it's been really cool because now my followers, or readers, want to know what's going on in my acting yeah, life. Yeah, that's you know? great. And they want to, like, and they're, like, supportive of it. They're really, like, interested in it, which is really cool.
0: Yeah. It's a a good question, I think, for anybody in business or even life to ask themselves, like, to check in Mm -hmm. about we, I mean, I say we, like, I just assume everyone does this, and it sounds like (laughs) you do, so assuming everyone does this, I haven't, I know exactly where I want to go. I have a very clear idea in my mind of what it is that I wanna do. But I need to check in with myself often, like, is my like if you open my calendar right now mm-hmm. and you looked at it over the course of a month, would you be able to see evidence of the life that I wanna have in the future right now? Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes we get so wrapped up in day to day that we forget to work on we think like I'll do this, that'll get me there. Yeah. And a year passes or two years pass and you're nowhere closer. Yep. I think it's just a like such a great wake up of like, wait, I wanna or like ultimately like acting is maybe, is that sort of more of a goal for you than blogging? Yes. yes. I, I
1: just feel like blogging, not that I'm this like massive blogger with a million followers, but I feel like blogging has already been successful yeah. for me. Like I am making a living having a blog. Yes. That's incredible to me. Yes. That I still like can't believe I'm doing this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still feel like I'm just riding this train as long yeah. as I can. But acting yeah, I want to ultimately be my dream is to be on a show that I've created yeah uh, and so now I am working on that stuff yeah and that was kind of around the time that I started working on yeah. that and I started doing this web series with my my friend slash um, writing partner and I started sharing like everything that I do on a day-to-day mm-hmm. basis and it's kind of opened things up yeah you know people yes. are like oh yeah I and I have a commercial running right now and all my my blogger peoples are like messaging me every yeah. day I see you
0: on TV I see you on TV and it's like really cool yeah yeah
1: They now see this other side of me and makes it like exciting for them as well.
0: I'm curious if we're just like, let's get, let's dig into this. Let's unpack this for a minute. I'm curious if, do you think that you didn't own that goal of acting? Like, that's a big, audacious goal. I want to act in a show that I created. Mm -hmm. I freaking love it, by the way. I'm a big, audacious goal girl (laughs) myself. Um, But do you think that you didn't own that because it is kind of. especially in L.A., I feel like you're like, oh, just, you know, for those of you who are not in L.A., everybody's an actor. Everyone's an actor. So you don't, it's like, you don't actually want to say it because immediately you're Mm going to be judged by the people that you're talking to. like, I bet you are. Mm -hmm. Um, So do you think that, was there maybe like muting yourself or not owning that because of what people's reaction might be?
1: Absolutely. I think... I think it's two-sided in L.A. Like, one, everyone's an actor, but because everyone's an actor, everyone understands how hard it is yeah. to be a working actor, yeah. whereas outside of L.A., people have no idea. Yeah. So they think, like, well, you're an actor? Well, what have you been on? Yeah. And if you haven't been on something that they recognize, <laughs> then like, well, then you're not an actor. Yeah. And i was yeah. Like, well, it's not really. Yeah. It doesn't really work yeah. like that. And so, yeah, I think there was a part of me that was like, well, I don't really want to say I'm an actor until, yeah. like, I'm on something people yeah. know. Yes. And then I was like, no, that's bullshit. Yeah. Like, I'm in class every week. Yeah. I create my own stuff. Yeah. I go on auditions every week. Like, yeah. I am an actor. Yeah. And so once I kind of embraced that, then people mm-hmm. started to see me like, yes And they were like, oh, she's an actress with a blog. Yeah. She's an actress who likes fashion. Yeah. Like, now I get it. Yeah. yeah,
0: I love that. It's like this... Um, I feel like we've heard this reoccurring theme quite a bit this season in recordings. And I know I've seen this in my own life where you think I'm not allowed to claim that goal or that dream until I've done something to earn the right to claim it. Mm -hmm. Um, When the irony is that if you can't claim it, if you can't say it out loud, um, then how can you focus your life and make sure that you're working towards that goal? So um, thank you for sharing that because I think that's something that so many women struggle with Mm -hmm. is um, myself included of like... You have this dream in your heart and you don't want to say it out loud because are mm. you going to laugh at me? Are you going to judge me? Or if I don't get there, well, then I have failed right. with a, with an audience. Exactly. Now you know that was my goal. And oh my gosh, if it doesn't happen, yeah. how embarrassing or mortifying or yeah. whatever.
1: No, totally. Man. Mm. Um,
0: do you have an opinion on the must have pieces that every woman should own? Or are you no. like, do your own thing? <laughs> do your own thing. Live you know, I, it's funny
1: because people always have this misconception. They're like, so like, what do you think of what she's wearing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't walk around yeah. checking women yeah, out and yeah. deciding whether I approve of their yeah, outfits. Totally. Um, I actually feel like I'm the complete opposite. I don't really notice what people are wearing unless they're wearing something I just absolutely love and yeah. would wear myself. Yeah. And then then I'm like, oh, oh, that's a cool outfit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's not like I'm judging people yeah. all day long. Um, and then as far as like must haves. I'm a big believer in wear what you feel amazing in. Yeah. Don't pay attention to trends. Mm-hmm. If there's a trend you love, great, but mm-hmm. don't try a trend just because it's trendy. Yeah, and that's what everyone's wearing, and yeah. that's what all the magazines say you should yeah. be wearing. Um, because I think ultimately, you look the best when you are confident absolutely. and comfortable in what you're wearing. Yep. And if you're wearing something you don't feel right, in it shows. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Are
0: you a reader? Are you a book person? Uh, very Not really.
1: really. I mean, I it's funny. I like reading. Books, like biography type books. Mm -hmm. So I've read like every comedic female's book (laughs) out there, like the Amy Bowler, the Tina Fey, Sarah Silverman, um, uh, Carrie Fisher. Um, But I don't read books to be like, how do I do something? Though I will say, I uh, co wrote a short film with my husband, who's a writer. And we are shooting in January, and I'm directing, which I've How never cool. yeah, I've never thought to do. And I was like, well, this is the project if I'm going to do it to do it on. Um, because I was able to attach a really amazing DP, and yeah. so I'm like, I feel comfortable. I know the story in and out, because it's based yeah. on our lives. So with that, I was like, shit, okay, what is, now what does it mean to direct yeah. a short yeah. film? And so I'm reading this book called How Not to Make a Short Film. Nice. And it's um, written by, I'm not going to remember her name, Roberta something Monroe and uh she was a programmer for Sundance for like 12 years so she has all this amazing insight and so that is the first book I think I've ever read that I'm like oh yeah this is actually teaching me something and like giving me a goal and a a checklist for this job that's awesome yeah
0: so I ask everybody who comes on day the same five questions. They're kind of frivolous, but they're, mm-hmm. I'm nerdy, and I mm-hmm. just really like them. So I'm going to ask them to you now. Okay. Uh, what time do you wake up in the morning?
1: Around between 6.30 and 7 a.m.
0: And what's your morning routine
1: like? So I wake up. I walk my dog. I get coffee. I sit at my desk, usually answer some emails, and um, what what's call it? Like push my blog posts to Facebook and Instagram and things like that. Got
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, working remotely with your team is the new normal. I know it's the new normal over here, and I have no idea when it might change. And this new way of working requires teams to be more collaborative wherever they are. Monday.com offers a flexible platform to manage any team, project, or workflow online. Bring your team together so you can continue to collaborate, plan, and track your work. Monday.com is a project management platform that makes effective teamwork possible near or far. You can keep all your team's work in one place and coordinate across different teams and departments. This way of project managing increases productivity and efficiency and facilitates transparency between everyone on your team. Let Monday.com take care of what slows you down so you can free up time to focus on the work that drives you. To start your free 14-day trial, go to monday.com. Uh, what is your daily coffee order? <laughs> oh, I'm going to sound like such a freak. Okay, when I make my
1: coffee at home, yes. it's different than when I get it yes, out. Yes, I'm, I'm
0: already I'm here for this. Okay. So i already in.
1: So at home, I got regular, you know, black coffee that I make my little Keurig organic coffee I find on Amazon. And I use collagen peptides. Okay. Two scoops of that. Yeah. And about a spoonful of um, coconut oil. Yeah. And then just a little bit, a little splash of Califia barista almond milk. Okay. (laughs) Perfect. I stick this all in my little blender yes. and blend it for about twenty seconds. Yeah, and then it's a frothy, delicious coffee, and it has eighteen grams of proteins. And yes. then I'm not hungry for like two hours.
0: Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> so I do, um, I do the I do the collagen protein in my smoothie, but I never thought about putting it in the coffee. Do you have to blend it because of the protein? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because that, otherwise, it's going to be grainy. I don't.
1: I don't think it'll be grainy, but it just doesn't mix as well.
0: And it has no flavor, right? You're doing. No, it right? and it's yeah. specific.
1: I use the vital. Vital. Yeah. Vital yeah. The blue. It's great. It actually yeah. makes your
0: coffee creamy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I need to try that. I've only been putting it in smoothies. That's so really good. Well, I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> I might like write down what you just said. Um, what a nerd. Oh wait, what's your coffee order? Like at a, oh, at, at, a
1: at a regular place. Um, I, depending on the temperature outside, I either
0: like an iced latte with almond milk or a hot latte with almond milk. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the item you can't travel without? Traveling for work. What do you take with you? I have to have my laptop. Yeah.
1: Even when I'm traveling for fun. Yeah. Just in case I need to do yeah. something. Yeah.
0: Yeah, It's the thing, like, my wedding rings are my most prized possession, and my laptop is my second. Yeah. Ooh, uh, yeah. Which is, like, so, I had the same laptop for, like, six years. I had written my first four books on it. Oh, I wow. And I just changed. And I, like, felt like, uh, this is so ridiculous, but I was like, will I even be able to write anymore? Like, yeah. I don't know. I was so attached. It was, like, the clunkiest, junkiest thing, but yeah, I, I hear you on the laptop thing. Mm-hmm. Uh what is your favorite like workout, physical activity, and how often do you do it? Well, I am not the biggest (laughs)
1: workouter.
0: Um but I do love
1: well if it's yeah, oh god. My favorite would probably be just like hiking with my dog. Yeah. Um or dancing, just but more like go out with friends and dance and get like sweaty, which I never do anymore. But but it is is a really good one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, so I ask everyone, uh, Deus is a platform on which you stand and you have a platform with your social influence as well as right now on this podcast. And there's so many women who listen to this. And so I ask every guest, if you could tell women listening, one thing like this, like core value that you have learned in the course of your life, it's a big weighted question, (laughs) right? But if you could tell them one thing and you knew that they would actually take it in, they would actually utilize it in real life. What is the one thing you would tell them?
1: it's gonna sound like cliche but just really don't be afraid to go after what you want mm-hmm. no matter how impossible it' seems yeah. just do it and don't keep thinking about doing it and yeah. don't like keep talking about mm-hmm. doing it just actually get up the next day and do it yes whether that means buying a domain and yeah. buying your you know your wordpress.org yes. and starting your blog or it means taking an acting class or it means taking a director class. like whatever it is just just actually like work towards it and yeah. stop talking about it
0: I love that. I love I love the stop talking about it because mm-hmm. a lot of people will talk and dream. Let's dream. Let's work this through, The and they think that that's steps to no. no. You actually have to do something yeah. with all the dreams you've talked about out loud. So Absolutely. Man, Gracie, thank you so much for hanging out with Thanks us Thanks for and having for coming me. in and yeah. for sharing your wisdom and for right now going and taking a picture with Rosie <laughs> because her heart is going to explode. And she's going to probably cry out there in a corner. Stop it. So <laughs> no, but you there's um such incredible um, wisdom that you have to offer the women who are listening, and I really appreciate you being present and taking the time for that, um, and being an inspiration to Aww, women like Rosie who need you. someone to look up to and someone to aspire and need to see themselves represented. So yeah. um, I really sincerely appreciate Ooh, your time. I just got chills. Thank you so. much. Oh my much. gosh! Thank you. And next this time I awesome. see you, I hope I'm wearing shoes. We will be back with another episode next week. In the meantime, if you have a moment. And you can write a review or subscribe to the podcast. That is life to those of us who work so hard to produce every single episode. For more information, you can check out deispodcast.com or stalk me on every form of social media. I am Miss Rachel Hollis on every single platform. This week's listener review is from Meg Bees. Meg says love this podcast. Rachel is my cup of coffee. As a mom and a woman trying to find my place in this world, she speaks directly to my heart. Thank you for all you do, Rach. This Kern County girl loves you. As a fellow Kern County girl myself, Meg, I super appreciate the review. Thanks so much, girl. If you want to be featured as a weekly review, well, sister, go leave one and then maybe I'll choose you and I'll read it next week. Thanks to our producer, Allison Cohen, Our sound engineer, Jack Noble, and our sound editor, Andrew Weller. Most importantly, I hope you heard something today that inspires you. I'll see you next week. So, this week, I announced my next book. It's called Didn't See That Coming. It's all about how you put your life back together after your world falls apart. I actually wrote this inside of quarantine because I wanted something that y'all could read as you transition out of the crisis of a pandemic. And then inside of writing it, my world fell apart. And this is a story of how you keep on going. This is a story of the tactics and the tools that I have used time and time again when I have gone through grief or loss or trauma. The book comes out on September 29th, and you can find it today. You can pre-order wherever books are sold. And yes, I am narrating the audio as always. But if you pre-order, meaning if you buy it any time before September 29th. If you go to didn'tseethatcomingnewbook.com, you can get my one hour course on how to rebuild. How do you rebuild your life? Free one hour course plus a workbook that you can print out and utilize to start the process. Something that I thought I could give you to be helpful as you transition to whatever comes next. Didn't See That Coming is my new book, and I hope that you will check it out.